it's morning when we're recording this, at least. I'm not quite sure when I'm going to upload it. (laughs) But welcome back to the Glowing Twenties. Today I have with me Miss Viviana Denitis. Hello, everyone. Welcome back, Vivi. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on to the pod. The pod. On to the pod. The pod. Um, So... Right now, let's set the let's set the scene. I like setting the scene. We oh, yes. We are sitting on the couch in our living room. Blankets. Are the blinds? Can I put the blinds up? Yeah, put the blinds. So up. we can have some of that natural morning light. Ooh. And I hope you get that sound in there. Yeah. Here, here's another one. It's so bright. It's practically midday. <laughs> We're sitting on the couch. We have our blankets. We have some coffee. We have our Nalgenes. We have our Nalgenes with us because we've got to stay hydrated. Hydrated queens. Um, and today we're talking about our insecurities. <laughs> and how we deal with them. Solutions to insecurity and the vastness of them. Yes. Don't include that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll include that just because you told me not to. Okay. Um, yeah, so I had, so we were actually supposed to record this, wait, we actually did record this episode, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago. And basically we were sitting outside sunbathing, although it was really cold out. <laughs> was it cold? It was cold. Remember, I was like fully oh, dressed. She had, a, she had a coat on. I had a jacket. It was a light jacket, not a coat. <laughs> Yeah, we were sitting outside because it was 70 degrees. Yes. But it was cloudy. <laughs> so I don't really know what we were doing out yeah, there. Yeah, it was very cloudy and kind of hazy out. Yeah. There was no sun. But we were really committed. And then I basically had inspiration for this episode because I was feeling really insecure that week. And then I also was listening to the Voice Hugs podcast and they had a little episode about insecurity, their insecurities and how they deal with their insecurities. And so I wanted to record our experience with insecurities and how we deal with our own insecurities. However, we recorded it outside, so the audio got completely messed up because of the wind. So we're recording this again two weeks later. It's basically been wiped from my memory, so for me as well. So <laughs> it's not going to be exactly the same, but we've had a lot more time to reflect, so that's a good thing. I also think I got like more insecure in the past couple weeks. Perfect. <laughs> Which <laughs> just, is for you. <laughs> just in time for this episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so Vivi has requested that I go first. Yes. So. <laughs> Yeah, so let's get started. Vulnerability hour. Hey. My biggest insecurity. (laughs) For me, I would say that one thing that I've been struggling with a lot lately has been, not even lately, this has honestly been something that I've been struggling with my entire life, but especially when we recorded this podcast episode the first time, I was having a lot of issues with how I was being perceived by other people. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were both on that same wavelength. Yes. And I think it becomes really difficult when, for me, I'm a very anxious person in general. 
And so I overthink everything as it is. And one of my biggest issues that I cause for myself is that after I leave a conversation or interaction with someone, I'll fixate on that one interaction for basically as long as I possibly can. It could be like two weeks later and I'll still be fixating on like one hour long conversation, you know, or not even the whole one hour, the three different moments where I felt like I did something weird within that hour, you know, um, but he's like, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. And so, and then I completely just spiral about it and I overthink it to the point where I've just convinced myself that I am I don't know, just like the worst. <laughs> and that the person that I talk to hates me and is never going to talk to me ever again. I just don't understand what the point in that is. I think we'll snowball a little bit. We're like, oh, that was weird. And then you're like, oh, does that mean the whole thing was weird? Oh, does that mean they were thinking? Mm-hmm. And then it just keeps, there's no point to it. it just yeah. Happens. It's what does this mean about me? Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. This interaction was weird, and that means... Oh, I relate to that so much. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> That's, that means, what does that say about me? That the interaction went like that. And then at the end of the day, the other person isn't even thinking about it. They're probably thinking about their own whatever they're thinking about. You know, because we overanalyze ourselves. Yeah. I'm just... my. I'm so hyper aware of myself, and it's to the point where it's just not a good mm-hmm. thing. Why am I shaking? She's like, she's her heart it's very, it's, I do that with my anxious too. Like, I fidget with my necklace. I used to have like a really long like chain with a key on it and it would like make a sound when I fidgeted with it. But now I have like a little short like chain and I just like make little like flowers. Like I twist it to uh-huh. make a little flower on itself. I'm pressing my little heart pendant into my fingers. <laughs> Yeah. Is there a heart? Yeah. There's indents. There's little hearts on her fingers. She has Uh, heart hands. (laughs) Yeah. This is really uncomfortable, but (laughs) (laughs) let's persevere. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's probably my biggest issue Mm -hmm. is just how I'm perceived by other people. And it could be anything because as a perfectionist, I also want people to perceive me as perfect. <laughs> and so I want, I everybody needs to think that I'm funny. Everybody needs to think that I'm smart. That's really one of my biggest ones is I really want people to think that I'm smart. Here's another thing. Okay, I, I would say I have a pretty bubbly personality, mm-hmm. more or less. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people associate and I mean, yeah, this is pretty misogynistic, but girls with bubbly personalities as ditzy. Yeah, it's a real problem. Yeah. And it's actually really frustrating because, and I'm also pretty sensitive too, I'd say. I've been literally told that, oh, people perceive how sensitive I am as me being ditzy. Or the fact that I'm pretty girly. I don't know, people make a lot of jokes about my intelligence, which is weird because I am actually pretty intelligent. This was like one of the smartest people I know. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me and I'm not gonna change my entire personality or my humor just because other people have decided that I'm ditzy because of it. Yeah. 
yeah so that's i feel like that was a big one for me especially in the last few weeks yeah because i don't know i I think it was just coming up a lot yeah but it's the same maybe one or two people and again that's not really saying anything about me it's not a reflection on but it's also the people who were saying stuff like that to me, mm-hmm. I just had to take a step back and I haven't been around them lately because I was not okay with being labeled as that. Yeah, because other people's opinions of you are not always a reflection on you. Most of the time they're not. Most of the time it's a reflection on their, them. Them and their personal. Yeah. Unless it's like a kind thing, unless they're like, wow, she's so kind and so helpful, then that is a reflection. Then it's a reflection on both of you. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, there are times like where like we need to be held accountable. Yeah, of course. For like our actions, like if you've done something really hurtful and somebody doesn't like you because of that, then it it makes sense and like you just have to be willing to accept that like they don't like you because you made a mistake. Yeah, I think it's a matter of just being self-aware. Taking everything. Not taking everything seriously, but like take pausing and be like, okay, what are they saying? Is it? You're. Is there grounds for that? Yeah, you can be the judge of whether or not what they're saying is a reflection on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not always going to be a reflection on you. You don't have to take it like personally every time. But there are times when it is, (laughs) and when that's the case, that's not very helpful for dealing with an insecurity though. Well, I think I think. One huge part of dealing with insecurity is being self-aware. Is it? What if you're over self-aware? Don't be over... Don't... But you have to... (laughs) Okay. What I'm saying is there's a sweet spot, right? I'm overly Mm self-aware. And so that's a problem for me. Are there two different types of self-awareness, do you think? What do you mean by... Like, there can be, like, a confident self-aware and there can be an incompetent. I think that, okay, so through a lot of the guided meditations that I do, mm-hmm. a lot of it is being aware of yourself without judgment. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so you're just objectively aware of yourself. Just like taking notes. You're like, yeah, it's yeah. just like noted because you're not really supposed to. That's the whole thing about kind of showing yourself grace. You can be self aware and you can even like know you did something right or did something wrong. And just take that objectively and just make note of it and know it and not feel a certain way about it. Does that make sense? You just made my heart really full. Like, <laughs> I love the word grace so much and I think it really... Me too. Grace abounds, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it is a, like when you show yourself grace, it's really hard to be insecure because like regardless of like what you've done... Be like I'm gonna show myself grace here. Like I don't, maybe I don't want to be like that forever. Or like maybe I did do something really wrong, or maybe I didn't. But like I'm gonna show myself grace here. I'm gonna be kind to myself, and I feel like you're infinitely in a better situation than you would be if you didn't show yourself grace. Yeah, I think that it's just a matter of if you're not upset at yourself or beating yourself up for something. Okay, if you did do something wrong, you're insecure about the fact that you did something wrong, right? Mm-hmm. What happens is if you're not showing yourself grace, that's not helping anybody. No, it's, it's not. Harming. It's harming you. Yeah. And you're allowed to show yourself grace and love yourself and continue to love yourself and not make any judgments about yourself and still make a change so that something doesn't happen again. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, if you're yes, not yes. doing that, then you're just 
kind of dwelling in the past about something that already happened that you can't change and then you're kind of hating yourself because of it and then nothing good really comes out of it and then when you do make a change it comes out of a place of gratitude for like your situation or gratitude for uh, it's like it's related but it's not we should be motivated by positivity not negativity exactly yes I like my brain just was like fireworks (laughs) it feels like a little bean sprout is growing out of my head I feel like you really summed up. I feel like the last time we recorded this, we did the solutions at the end, but I feel like you really summed up a lot of the solutions Mm -hmm. theme-wise is, like, showing yourself grace. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I would wonder what, like, that would look like practically, like, in, like, if that makes sense. I think we do that, though. What do you mean? Because you say you wonder what that would look like. To be honest, I feel like, especially when a lot of times we discuss when we're feeling insecure about something and I think something that's really great about that is that we help each other move on from it and move forward and I feel like that whole idea of giving yourself grace and moving forward and doing better next time is something that you and I discuss a lot yeah. And so it works, <laughs> you know, yeah. because I feel like we put that into practice a lot. And at the end of the day, we all have insecurities that we deal with. And those aren't going to go away because it's just part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. But I think what we really need to focus on is how to grow from them and how to manage them because they're not going to go away. You can never be harmed from growth or like introspection in a healthy way. Yeah, exactly. And so I feel like we always kind of emphasize that, even if that's not in the forefront of your brain, mm-hmm. where you're, you're like, okay, I need to give myself grace for this. If something happens, we tell each other, we that. Tell each other yeah. that, which is really good. And that's I think that's another important part about, okay, so we all kind of have our struggles, right? We all have things that we're dealing with insecurity wise Mm -hmm. and so because of that I don't think that I feel like people have the wrong idea about being vulnerable about literally anything (laughs) but I think that it is kind of important to also have your support the people that care about you and love you and that you love and care about and you just want the best for each other and I think we need to lean on each other more I was gonna say because I was thinking about a really like specific instance of my insecurity and then I was thinking about like the solution to it and I think it's really important I was having a conversation with this uh, about this with somebody else the other day of like it's okay it's not self-centered to like ask people to like be a mirror for you like to ask them like what they see in you and be like okay this is what I'm seeing in myself is this a true reflection of like what's going on because a lot of times like people who care about you like especially like really really love you like see a more like wide lens angle of you and if they love you and care about you and care about your growth they would be willing to admit like oh like this maybe isn't like the best thing about you but like I still love you and I care for you and like we can work on it together Mm -hmm. but a lot of times like especially like when I'm insecure like I'll feel like oh like did I do this wrong and they're like that's so silly like 
they're not even thinking of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you're just overthinking it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really helpful to have somebody who can kind of be a mirror for you. And it's not self-centered to ask for that like reflection from them. Especially if you're, if you are spiraling, mm-hmm. because then you kind of fixate on one thing or one perspective and you spiral down that perspective. And so when you have other people who can be your sounding board and you can talk to them and figure out what they think, then, or if they, you know, or you have like one way of, of how you're going to deal with something, but maybe they have another way, a better way. You should talk to people that you trust and not keep all of your insecurities to yourself because it doesn't make you weak. I feel like people have the wrong idea that number one, being vulnerable makes you weak and telling people how you feel about something or what you're going through is weak, but also even having insecurities in general is weak. So nobody wants to show any of that. So we're basically just walking around pretending that we're not human mm-hmm. when really we're all dealing with the same type of things, you know, and a lot of us have very similar insecurities. Yes. And so by kind of taking that step and just talking to people and being vulnerable with people, you can grow a lot more. I think too, it is realistic to realize that like we may not like want to share our insecurities with another person. Mm-hmm. And I think in that instance, like something I've been working on a lot, or sometimes like we can share or ask to like be vulnerable with somebody and like what they say isn't necessarily helpful for the situation. And I think in those two instances, like not wanting to share or like having the not most productive response from another person, I've been working a lot on like trusting myself Mm. uh, and trusting like how I feel about a situation, which can be hard if like yourself is like overthinking. But like if you can take a moment to like remove yourself, like step back and like breathe for a second and be like, okay. So these are the facts of, like, what happened. Like, this is what the evidence shows. This is what the evidence shows. Um, Like, maybe it's, like, you said the wrong thing in a situation and you're feeling really insecure about it. You can be like, okay, this is what the evidence shows. The evidence shows that the conversation continued after we're talking and they did not change their behavior um, based off of what I said. Okay, so the evidence shows that they were fine. And, like, the evidence shows that maybe I was feeling insecure, and so maybe this is, like, an insecure moment for me. And then you can trust that, like, you had, like, the right judgment of that situation. Or even, like, you can trust, like, like the feelings in your gut and, like, in your body. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. Just trust yourself. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. I think we tend to not trust ourselves which is it takes a lot of vulnerability with yourself sometimes oh my gosh like we've talked about this before like if i'm not journaling about like lately that means i'm hiding something yeah yeah we were both (laughs) that's exactly what it is because we both journal really frequently and so i've found okay if i go a whole week without journaling something's wrong Mm -hmm. because that means that there's something in my head that i don't want to address and that I'm just pushing away. Because the thing is, like, when I journal, I feel like I have to journal about everything. And if I can't journal about everything, then I'm not going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that's so funny, yeah. And that's where the not judging yourself really comes into play. Because... You're so right. Because if we... Sometimes we have to just kind of follow 
our judgment and our intuition and that's not always gonna be right and when that happens we have to be able to move forward and just take what we can learn from that and then either do it or not do it again so i think that that can be really hard but actually now that you mention it that's really something that i struggle with is i love using people as a sounding board yeah (laughs) Yeah, i found myself doing that a lot recently yeah i love getting validation from people for the decisions that i'm about to make and because i don't trust that i can make those decisions on my own i was just like thinking about yesterday i was like i i love coffee because like i work at a coffee shop right and so then i was like it's what should i get another coffee and she was like no and i was like i didn't like the response like sometimes you can like ask for validation from people and then not like the response that they get yeah like it's not i always you know what i always do and camera gets really mad at me or not she doesn't get mad at me but Eh, well, people get irritated, yeah. Like, my mom gets irritated at me. Camera gets irritated at me. Sarah, she's like, like, there's a list of people who get irritated because what I do is I'll be like, should I do this or this? Should I eat this or this? And they'll pick one and I'll be like, yeah, no, I'll get that. <laughs> and so I have people who, when I ask them, if I give them two options, they don't even entertain it. Really? Yeah, because they're just like, you're just going to pick what you want anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So why do I even ask? Sometimes I feel like it's just, like, helpful to see, like, oh, well, I don't really... Yeah, well, uh, I guess. I don't know. I just think it's a bad habit that I have, Mm -hmm. to be honest. But I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm really bad about just trusting myself and making my own decisions. And, um, yeah, I think that's something that we really do need to work on in order to kind of help ourselves overcome our insecurities (laughs) so i think like the two major takeaways i feel like for me from this conversation are like grace and trusting yourself at least that's like what i'm going to take away from this conversation Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also the fact that if something goes the way that you don't want it to go the world won't burn down Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's what it is. Sometimes we forget that we're not the center of the universe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens is some some little tiny interaction or something happens and you're really insecure about it or, like, you're insecure about the way you look today and nobody else is thinking about that because you're not the center of their universe, you know? And so I think that... That's another thing is just little things that come up here and there. Just remember that they're just moments in your life and other people's lives. It's even a smaller moment, you know, and just, yeah, just freaking live your life and be free. (laughs) Free yourself from your insecurities. (laughs) Woo. Um... Okay, is that the note we're ending on? I think this episode was a million times better than the last time oh, we recorded. It definitely this. was. I'm so glad we did this. Brittany, do you have any input? Any any final words? Input about insecurities? Yes. Um most of the time they're silly. They're yes, silly. They are silly. <laughs> and like, yeah, don't have them. <laughs> don't be insecure. Don't yeah. be insecure, girl. <laughs> Okay, I have to go to class. Okay. 
If you like this episode, please rate and review the podcast. If you have any input that you would like to share, you know where to find me at the Glowing Twenties on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Liviana Rose. And yes, sending love. Mwah, mwah, mwah. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>